Hey everybody, it's Tuesday, and you're joining us for another edition of the Square Time Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Finley. And I am the other guy, Tom Buell. You're reaching it back in the ether of space to July 18th, 2017. This is episode 9? I think we should know this. I th- Our numbers have gotten so confusing because we've done part two part two two parters, and we've labeled them weirdly. So it's true. Th- no, we're on episode eight. Episode eight. Uh, okay. Episode eight. Uh, time is just flying by, Tom Buell. It is, Nick Finley. You are getting married in two weeks. This is your last podcast as a semi-single man. This is true. This is true. I am. And I'm buying a house. So we just actually just got back from looking at the house and talking to the sellers. We were trying to figure out. Everything we need, need, need we need to know about this house, and all of the fun stuff that's going to come with it. No more landlord to fix all your problems. It's going to be you. <laughs> no more landlord. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's real scary, and we had to figure out this thing called irrigation, Ooh. and uh, how to turn off your water, and all that <laughs> stuff, because the man's not going to come turn it off for me. Nope. Um, it's all you now. Yeah, for sure. And we got free furniture from our oh. lovely sellers because they're moving to a smaller place. So we got a lot of free shit. And That's we're, all free shit's always nice. Yeah, we're going to buy a lawnmower from them, a riding lawnmower, because we're going to be on an acre of property. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah, so it's going to be fun to get all that going and actually work on it. How's Tom doing? Tom's good. Tom moved to uh, Redmond, right downtown, or almost downtown. So I now can walk to bars again, and that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and now you're back with the roommates? I am back with my roommates. That's awesome. They have a parrot. Oh, what? <laughs> and a dog and a cat, so it's nice to uh, live that... with animals again after not living with animals for a while. Yeah, that parrot needs to be a guest on one time. Yeah, I'll I'll get him. He'll say, video games. Does he really? No. I can, okay. We can try to get him to do that, though. Yeah. Square time. <laughs> <laughs> I, that would be the coolest thing ever. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, the, the sellers have four dogs and two cats. And I was oh, like, oh, God. Whitney's going to be excited. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. And so, but yeah, I'm going to have 30 minute less in my commute. So I'm going to save five hours of my life every single week. That's like time you're playing video games. Video games, you say? Yeah. I think, uh, I think we should talk about comic books first. Comic books? Yeah. DC comic books, perhaps, for our DC Injustice 2 comic spoiler books. cast? I think that would be a good idea. <laughs> And so, episode 8 will be on Injustice 2, and I want to say shout-outs to Noble Dragon for beating Honeybee in the finals for EVO 2017. He is the reigning champ for Injustice 2. We got some synergy going on. We got EVO going on the same time we got our fighting game podcast coming out. Yeah, just... uh, Oh, and Noble Dragon also... (laughs) <laughs> tweeted out that he was going to take Evo 2017 before the tournament. Oh, so nice. So he was calling out every single person and then whooped some cakes 
Um, he won. I didn't. I watched. I didn't watch all of the run up. I watched like the initial rounds, and then I skipped ahead to the finals. So I watched Honeybee take out Theo's Superman, and Honeybee normally plays Flash, and Honeybee played Noble Dragon in the finals, losing zero three to a mirror match with Aquaman. And Honeybee, nice. I don't know, I don't know why he didn't switch earlier, but he switched back to Flash, and came back to win two matches, and then lost the third. So it was a four-two set. Nice. Yeah, I've I've never really watched fighting games competitively. The only one I can say is the was it who's that Street Fighter guy? The big one starts the D. Oh, that that name is really that letter is really ringing a bell. Daigo, is the actual name that we're thinking of. It's the like moment thirty-seven or whatever where he counters every one of Chun Li's kicks in her super in Street Fighter Three Alpha. I want to say Turbo. Hmm. That's the only fighting. It's like I don't know what's going on, but everyone's yelling real loud, so I'm gonna be real excited watching this. Yeah, we, me and a couple of buddies were thinking about maybe trying to go out for Evo 2018. So there might be some more synergy in the future because plans. Hey. That would be really neat. That would be. That's in Vegas. Yeah, it is. So for me... Okay, let's let's talk comic books. Okay, yeah, let's get into the actual meat of it since... I'm going to say I am primarily a Marvel guy. Most of my DC knowledge comes from the animated movies and TV shows growing up. Like Batman, the animated series, Superman, the animated series, the Justice League one they did, and a bunch of the movies. John Stewart's the only Green Lantern I can respect. Well, uh, and when he's lacking in this game. He's, um, he's like an alternate skin you can get for Hal Jordan. Oh, that's good. There is also, for Supergirl, you can have an alternate skin for Power Girl. Yeah, and Flash has Reverse Flash and Jay Garrick. Yes, yes. So there's a, I really enjoy that they they flesh out more characters by the I feel like you get more skins. the like, C-tier characters. Like People would expect Mr. Freeze to come out, but it's Captain Cold. Yeah, and it's... It's a weird one on this one. And so for me and comic books, I was a big fan of all the animated series. Um, mainly focused on the Kevin Conroy, Batman. Kevin, he is Batman in my book. Yeah, where, wherever he comes, uh, whatever, whatever, whether it's the... Uh, it's not the... I'm, I want, I'm getting my... It's the, the early 90s one. The, the, Bat- the animated series. No, there's a there's the Phantom one. It's an actual oh, Mask, movie. Of the F- Mask of the Phantasm. Thank you. That is getting gonna... a Blu-ray re- release sometime next month. That's awesome. And so from there, I started buying more comic books for for DC and mainly Batman. And I want to say eighty percent to three quarters of my comic book collection is all Batman runs. Most of them by Grant Morrison. And anything by Grant Morrison I will 
purchase and consume at this yeah, point. He... I'm slowly getting through some of his backlog. He's um, a lot. Like I even I, I didn't like Superman before All Star Superman. Yeah, that that is peak Superman. That is that's my definitive Superman. Like if I want hopeful, good Superman. Yeah. If I don't want Zack Snyder Superman. Yeah. If ugh. we've been thinking about doing a movie podcast just for DC and just to have our own little our own little bitch fest. Yeah. yeah. Um I liked Wonder Woman. That was a good eight out of ten movie. Yep, haven't haven't gone out to it with how busy we've been. We've uh we we get home for the weekend and we are we don't move. We are sloth on the couch. Understandable. <laughs> For okay, so let's get into injustice lore. Injustice one begins with the oh, ju- from 2013. Yeah, and it it hasn't aged well compared to this one, Injustice two. The graphics and the improvements that they made to the game vastly or are superior to Injustice one. They this game looks fucking fantastic. Like they use it's dips into the uncanny valley like once or twice, but it's just some of the best facial animation I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's there's so much emotions played out in these cutscenes that improve the story and the emotions that are connected to the story and their characters. So in Injustice One, the Joker trick superman to blow up a nuclear bomb blowing up do you know how he did that because i know it's in the comics i read the comics all right it's pretty interesting so superman is inoculated with um joker steals scarecrow's fear toxin Mm -hmm. and he inoculates superman with it and he sets off a uh it's a dead man switch if lois dies a nuke will go off. And so, but when Superman is inoculated with the fear toxin, he sees doomsday. And so he beats up doomsday, not knowing it's Lois Lane, like takes her up into space, like punches through her. Oh, but also he just found out that he had a, and she was pregnant. Oh, so Superman snaps, become a fascist. (laughs) Tries to minority report every single criminal on the face of the earth, and and pretty much does it. Uh, Batman goes into an alternate Earth and summons another Batman and another Superman. Well, he summons like the whole Justice League, all the characters from the yep. last game. And he he traps or they he puts Superman on trial, and that's. A really quick summation of Injustice One. Justice One. This picks up five years after the incarceration of Superman. Starts with Batman giving a speech. I don't remember what the speech is about. Probably justice and being good. In the yeah, world. and it's he's kind of talking to United Nations. He's talking about how his his own son, and it's also. The same kind of storyline from Civil War, where everybody knows who. Everyone knows he's. Batman yeah, everybody now. knows like every whoever the, the superheroes are that have an alternate, uh, like an alternate ego. 
they ever the entire planet knows who they are. And then there's the there's the faction that sided with Superman. That's the the, the regime. They're all ostracized by the human kind. A couple of them get work release, and a couple of the others go into hiding. Mm-hmm. We mainly got like Flash and Green Lantern are the good redeemable people, and then we got. Wonder Woman, Black Adam, Black Adam, and they're training a Supergirl, which is how the game actually starts. Is we get a flashback to Krypton being attacked by Brainiac, the main villain of this game. Yep, and that's also when you see Kara, Supergirl, and Clark getting sent off into space. Her ship careens off course. And Clark makes it to Earth, and Kara eventually shows up 20, 20 years later? 30 years Couple. later? Something like that. Well, probably 30 at least, because he was a baby, and he's full-grown Superman Yeah, now. and he's not... And it's been 10 years since Lois died, since it was... Injustice 1 started five years after Lois died. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And this is five years after that. Yeah. So... You have this, and then you have the a flashback to five years before, and you play as Batman taking on Cyborg, and it immediately throws you right into the the fighting game itself. Yeah, if you've never played a Nether Realm fighting game since I guess Mortal Kombat two thousand nine, yeah, there's I can't Mortal Kombat can't nine, and it, they also have MK ten too. Yeah, I'm just saying like. Mortal Kombat 9 kind of set the structure. This that was one of the first fighting games with a good ass story mode. That that was a game that got me into fighting games. I only will play Nether Realm right now because I like how they feel, how chunky every hit is. You feel it in this brutality, and yeah, that's so. It's just it's a very Elaborate cutscenes and then go straight like no load screen into fighting. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, almost a you get you get the cutscene and then a little like woody banter back and forth. Then the fight starts. All the woody banter kind of goes with the story to what's going on. For me, uh, my I was never really good at Street Fighter or Marvel or excuse me, uh, Mortal Kombat. My games for fighting were Marvel vs. Capcom and which one? All of them. All of them? Okay. Like two. I really like two. I never owned two. No, I did own. I have I, it I on the Dreamcast. And then I, I like the duos better. And then I played three. And that one's that one's fun, but it's it's real rough. Uh, I That's what I've Definitely heard. really like Soul Calibur, Dead or Alive, like those games. I, I gravitate to the words of the button mashy. Um, I can't quite get my my thumbs to to do the exact combos with the directional pads, so I'm technically garbage at this game. It's it takes a while. It took me like probably a hundred hours of MKX or not MKX, but MK9 to like get good at fighting games. To realize I lost a lot. I played. A lot online, and that taught me a lot about fighting games. Just like getting my ass kicked over and over and over, over again. Eventually, got over a hundred wins on Mortal Kombat. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of 
I, I, so it was fun to play ranked and public matches on the night of Evo because everybody got hyped. And you could definitely tell that some people were trying extra hard online. And right now I think I have a 5 and 20 ratio. 5 wins, 20 losses. But I still can't... That's not bad for like starting out. Yeah, I was really... I was really happy. I just like met this one dude that like you can talk on the mic. I was not about that life at like two a.m. Yeah. or one a.m. So I just ended up just <laughs> muting him. But I felt I found a couple other people that didn't talk at all, and I played clear on like twenty matches with, or excuse me, like ten matches with like one person, and that's where I got my five wins. Oh wow! Because we were just you could tell that he was just going back and messing forth. around with characters, and I was doing the same. Yeah, actually, have I told the story about how I got like understood fighting games before on this podcast? No, not at all. Uh, so it was uh, Street Fighter Four is how I it was like the game. I'm like, I am 18. It is 2009. I'm going to figure out fighting games. I had just bought a 360, and I was going online, just getting my ass kicked. Couldn't even throw a fireball. Couldn't do anything. And then this guy. I'm playing online. I think it was unranked. He stops mid-match. I had my headset on. I still like to talk on headsets back then. And he goes, dude, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, no, not at all. He's like, let me show you. Let me teach you how to do fighting games. And I was like, oh, thank you, sir. And then so he taught me. Like We spent like a couple hours just going through how to do like charge characters, how to do a fireball, how to do supers. And that's probably like one of my best online interactions I've ever had. The guy's still on my Xbox Live friends list, even though I don't have it, use it ever, but still cool to see him online. It's like not eight years, nine years later now. It's like, hey, that guy helped me. That's freaking rad. I That's that's really exciting. Yeah, that was kind of, that's kind of what happened with this one. Was I, like, I never played online, and I had a good group of core friends back mm-hmm. in school days. And I would, we would just sit around and we would just play fighting game after fighting game and just play it like that. Just like right there. Uh, trash talk galore. Uh, oh, we, yeah. we all knew each other, so it was totally okay. And it, it was, that was the best. That was, that's where it was. But there was no Mortal Kombat then. And there was all person or kind of the weird wonky games for a little bit there. Yeah, Mortal Kombat got real bad, like, from, like, the start of the N64 to pretty much, like, from MK3 to MK9, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Or MK4, yeah, MK4 to MK9. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so this game, it's it's really good, and I can honestly say, because I played 1 and 2, and 2 feels better to me. It, it looks does. more polished, and a lot of the moves... And the tutorial is actually really good. It's really deep. I was just playing it before this and trying to make it work. There's some moves that I just can't wrap my head around. I know what I'm supposed to do, but for some reason it's not triggering. I've always thought about getting one of those fighting pads. But that's a very big investment if I'm not going to play. If you're only playing, I play one every two years when NetherRealm releases one. Yeah. That's about it. Like, there's no real. It's a big investment to buy into a fighting stick. I feel like if you had like a group of friends who would hang out every day, 
or like every week or something and play fighting games together, that'd be a good investment. But if you're just playing online against randoms, I'm going to stick with my controller. I mean, it's just, it's that time spent when there's plenty of other games to play in 2017. And when you have to beat one every two weeks and talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, remember what you're actually doing. Yeah. So, as we remember what we're actually doing, chapter one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so we're talking about Batman here and it it goes back in time uh, he's trying to capture Superman before kind of all this thing starts they're in Arkham they take out he, Batman takes out Cyborg Wonder Woman Superman and then he's betrayed by, da- by Damian, Damian Wayne son and in the first one Damian actually kills Dick Grayson which Hurts my soul. Yeah, because Damon's the worst Robin versus the best Robin. Oh, it's I. It, there's no way in DC lore that that could have ever happened. But this is a video game. Yep, they kind of got free reign. They got their own like universe to play in. They still have an ongoing comic that's been going on since before the game came out. I think Tom Taylor writes that or wrote a majority of it. Yeah, and so for me, it's it's tough for, because I just finished the All Star Superman and Robin, or excuse me, Batman and Robin, and that's with Dick Grayson as Batman and Damian and Wayne as Robin, and that's the squad for the entire series. Mm-hmm. So reading that right a month ago, and then watching and then playing this game. It's just it's not the Damien that's in Grant yeah. Morrison's mind. No. So oh, are you talking about the like Batman Robin Grant Morrison one? Because there's also another one. It was All Star Batman. Oh, you're right. You're Frank right, you're Miller, right. which was terrible. And then there's also another All Star Batman by Scott Snyder, which is currently going on. So it's maybe not All Star. Maybe it's just Batman and Robin. Maybe because that was Batman Grant Morrison. Grant there's... Morrison, Frank quietly. Grant Morrison's absolute Batman and Robin. And Batman gets betrayed by Robin in this sequence. And Superman and Robin skirt off. Robin joins the regime right then and there. Wonder Woman and Cyborg right behind him. And then it goes flash forwards to Chapter 2. In Chapter 2, I don't have my notes in front of me. Harley Quinn. my least favorite DC character. I hate oh, Harley Quinn and all her. Get out of here. It's like her and Deadpool I just hate so much. Like playing against them? No, just like her character in general. Oh, you're so... No, no. You no. watched the end of... You didn't like her then? Oh, I liked her then. I just... I'm tired of the like sexy Harley Quinn that shows up oh. in everything now. The Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. That's that's kind of fair. I'll give you that one. Because it's It's, like, it's also like showing such an abusive relationship and then people are like, oh, I want to be like the Joker and Harley Quinn. It's like, no, no, honey. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) Not one bit. And that's what's kind of fun about this specific Harley Quinn in... Injustice. Injustice. Because Joker's long dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And during the sequence... Harley Quinn is actually grouped up with Batman. And did you just see 
on her outfit, on the back she of her outfit. She has a bad symbol. She has a bad symbol. Like, she just has to like, be with her posse. Absolutely. She needs her dom. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> she needs her daddy. And so, <laughs> Harley goes off, and she's she is, I, th- I want to say, for this one, Harley Quinn and Green yeah, Arrow and, Green Black, Arrow Canary, and Black Canary, they go to yeah. the swamp. Yep. To stop this society, Gorilla Grodd has formed a society which of kind of mainly Flash villains. Mainly Flash villains. And it's a lot of fun. A lot of rogues. Rather, and Cheetah. Rogues. Um, De- Deadshot. I was going to say Deadpool for a second. <laughs> Not technically wrong. Um, Deadshot. Yeah. I found it really interesting in this one. You can't take off his mask at all. Oh, Be- weird. Because in the comics, he don't look like Will Smith. But a lot of people know him as Will Smith. Thanks to Suicide Squad. Huh. That's interesting. I, I guess that makes sense. So yeah, it's De- Grodd, Deadshot, Cheetah, Captain Cold, and Bane. I think that's everybody. That's the- oh, and no, no, and Catwoman. But okay. yeah, she's there's a, there's a secret about that one. And uh, Poison Ivy and Scarecrow. Yeah, so they're dumping chemicals, getting chemicals of some kind. Yeah, they're gonna. I'm not even sure what they planned on because they it it falls apart so quickly. And like, if you think about the grander scheme of Brainiac is coming, what do chemicals do when he's just like mind controlling and digitizing entire cities? <laughs> it was the like, Grodd is just a master manipulator and gets them all to follow lockstep. Yeah, if you don't know who Grodd is, he's a psychic psychic gorilla. Oh, I guess we should explain who these people are. Yeah, in case if, you don't especially know. Especially if you don't know DC at all. Yeah, because they're pulling a lot from the CW shows. The Arrows, The Flash, The Legends of Tomorrows. Yeah. It's very much because Captain Cold is on Legend of Tomorrow. Firestorm. Uh, Firestorm. They pulled Blue Beetle from Young Justice. Deadshot is obviously from Suicide Squad. And Arrow. Supergirl from Supergirl. <laughs> Arrow from Arrow. Black Canary. And also, she's got the alternate one, which is the White Canary. Mm, I should probably just... I'm going to just set up shop on the on the menus and just look at everybody just so we can remember it. It's, it's a fairly decent roster. Yeah, it Decently is. Sized. There's definitely a couple people that I'm missing out on. Yeah, and I also like forgot who died and who lived in the first one because I oh, played yeah. it in four years. There is a there's a couple people that I was just like, "Where's that guy?" It's like, "Where's Luther?" Oh, he died. Yeah. And apparently, I was reading the wiki to refresh my mind on the first one. Apparently, Green Arrow and Black Canary died in the first one, but they're back. Yeah, that's what's weird about it. Maybe the other ones from the other world. Maybe that. It's probably explained in the comics. Yep. Comics. So that's, that's kind of what's the the bad part about this is if you're for story wise, if you don't have those comic books, you miss out on a lot on what's going on because it just kind of jumps you world, in. Yeah. 
and there's definitely already banter that goes back and forth that you don't quite hear what there's something there that isn't quite you're missing some context yeah exactly so harley quinn takes on poison ivy she takes on scarecrow and then she gets inoculated inoculated starts viewing joker as actually there and then you do a fight scene with joker uh harley quinn it's a a very jared leto joker like he has the like haha on his chest, right? Yeah, there's not enough tattoos. It's Gerald Leto esque though. That I mean you could say that for the Injustice One too though. It's a no, different that, he was in a full suit. In Injustice. Well, he was more could, like the Mark could, Hamill. You could do you could do the killing joke joker though. And that's kinda yeah. what this guy's got. Okay. I wonder if there's wait. There's probably What's really neat about this one? Okay, really? <laughs> this is a this is a tough one to go through because there's Tangential. just so much to talk about on this one. So for for one thing that I want to bring up is that there's different costumes that you can dress everybody up in, and different you can pieces also... of gear, not just costumes. Yeah, uh, like I didn't I'm touch on sure... that. Pretty sure I'm gonna cut stuff and then just move stuff around <laughs> when I put it all together, um, and then see how it sounds. Because um, it's just everything comes up like right at you. And when you're playing through the storyline, you actually get these little boxes that that you get, and you can go out of the story mode. You can go to I think it's Brother Eye, and then you open these boxes. They're kind of just like loot chests and they're loot boxes, yeah. Yeah, they're just. And then, like, in every, in every other game. game. Yeah. And what you do with those, you open them up, and then you get a whole bunch of different gear customizations, and you can actually add stuff to your characters. And what's really interesting about it is you can play it in... in I don't know if it's in ranked, if it actually counts. It's altogether. not in ranked. It's not in ranked at all. But if you play it in public Under- matches... <laughs> I got smoked by a Batman in like level twenty armor. It I'll was it. insane. It was like three just combo moves. Not even like <laughs> that's it. Not even uh, meter bar use not moves. Special moves or... No, nothing like that. Just just straight up X X B, <laughs> and I was down seven hundred <laughs> damage. Holy shit. So that's it's so you can actually change it up in in the story in the actual game setting and then you can turn that off like right at the very start of a match with another opponent. So that's really nice. Mm-hmm. So Harley Quinn beats the Joker and then all of a sudden Swamp Thing just comes out of the swamp that you're in and then just starts yeah, he just... yelling. I don't have much context. I own the first volume of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, but I haven't read it yet. That's like, I'm a pile of shame for a long time because I've heard it's real weird and good. And Alan Moore is, he's an old man wizard who made some of the best comic stories of all time. Still making them. Yeah. He's, he's great. <laughs> v for yeah. Vendetta, Watchmen. Yeah. Stuff you've heard of. 
Yep, and and uh, Zack Snyder's tried to ruin. <laughs> yeah, and which Damon Lindelof might do good at because they're making a Watchmen TV show with Damon Lindelof at the helm. Oh, which after the leftovers, I can give him a blank check and he can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> if he can make a show where I hear like five notes of music and I want to just start crying, it's an affecting show. He can do yeah, I can dig it. Good. I can dig it. So after the swamp, <laughs> Harley. Uh, so swamp. They, so you knock some sense in the swamp thing. Swamp thing starts helping out a little bit and starts starts taking out all the goons that are around the swamp. And then Black Canary, Green Arrow, and Harley are about to get shot. Swampy saves the day and puts a little barrier. But um, between them and the bullets, and then he says the swamp needs to rest, and that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, and then we go to do we go straight to Gorilla City for that. We go back to the Batcave, and they oh, talk yes. about where they got to go next. And no, actually, they just fly right over there because they fly right over and they talk <laughs> about it with Batman. They describe that and like Batman says like or Black Canary says like oh we we weren't there for you last go around and I'm we're here to finish this fight and see it through so they're going to go try to stop the society at at Gorilla City which out of context that sounds like the most comic book hey IGN made a mistake they, did they spell something wrong? They never yeah. do that. They never. Playable, playable fighters, Black Canary, and Green Lantern. Oh wow, that's awesome! All right, Everyone so you, so Harley Quinn is supposedly watching the ship. You land there. A lot of really good facial animations. Just watching all these gorillas chant, take over the world. Yeah, with with this poison that doesn't go very far um the society is all welcomed and these gorillas cheer very much war for the planet of the apes style they all have guns too so don't get me started talking about that movie where this podcast will be four hours long (laughs) (laughs) oh man so so then everybody kind of splits off to do different stuff black canary and green arrow run in and you guys start fighting Catwoman and Bane, and you can pick... So this is kind of fun. When you have two characters in this storyline, you can pick between them. There's like three or four times that happens. Like, there's 12 chapters, and about three or four of them you get to choose between two people. Yeah, and it's really good, because, like... So I've already mentioned that I'm... My limited effectiveness in fighting games, and so Mm -hmm. if there's one guy I can cheese with, I can just play them... Or I tried to play all the characters that I could, and then I played a lot in public matches with other people, like Swamp Thing, because you don't get to play. In, in, yeah, yeah. you don't get to play most of the villains. No, not at so all. I haven't even which, I haven't even seen Bane in the Wild. Probably no one. He's a weird character to pick. I think. Yeah, um, he would be like my go-to guy. It's like, oh yeah, I love Bane. <laughs> But there's heroes for every, or fans of every character. 
and they're not wrong. We'll let them be fans of whatever they want. Exactly. <laughs> let them love. We're not going to yum their mom. Yum. Yeah. Drink yeah. their yums. Yep. We're not going <laughs> to do it. Not here. Not on this podcast, I tell you. Nope. <laughs> so I I just picked Green Arrow. I tried to play Black Canary in this section and just got stomped. And I just played on normal difficulty. Mm. I just couldn't get her moves down. Like, so a normal level for me is sitting there looking at the move list, going through all of them, and then just kind of getting a feel for what I'm supposed to do. And I can never, I can never string together like a good six per, six part combo. It's always like a three hit combo. That's kind of what I do. Yeah, I can never get, I can never get that juggle down exactly right. So Black Canary, I couldn't, I couldn't make it work, and so Green Arrow was my guy for this section. I, I went with him too, just also, because I recently watched Green Arrow season five or Arrow season five, and that was actually a good season of TV after the terrible season four. The All right, well, I guess I gotta try it again. I've been, I've been burned before. Just read a wiki of what happens from like the second half of season three to season five. That's all right. just hot garbage. I, I can I can really get behind that style of, of watching TV. Um so you take on Catwoman, um beat her, then you take Bane then like Bane's so if you pick Green Arrow then you have Black Canary getting thrown back to you from Bane, and then you could pick between who gets to fight Bane. And then Green Arrow again take on Bane. Then all of a sudden, Doctor Fate comes out of nowhere and says, oh, yeah. Yeah. "He's in this." <laughs> says, uh, "You guys, we I have to get you guys out of here. I have to protect you guys." And I like, oh, is there a realm where Doctor Fate and Green Arrow and does Black he have like a sanctum sanctorum? Like, yeah, a la Doctor Strange. I mean, they're the same person, but yeah, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Like it's the DC Marvel switcheroo. It's... But what blew me away by it is like I I don't I mean I guess like there's there's deep deep lore and history with that there's no I don't know any connection that Doctor Fate has I mean everybody knows each other's names like oh hey Bob yeah. that's the first name yeah. basis DC club but it was super strange so Doctor Fate is actually being possessed by his helmet like usual like usual and he decides to fight them because they won't come back with him you take dr fate down and then you pull off his helmet he gets back to normal again and he's not all crazy kent nelson kent nelson yeah it's kent because he's like kent stop (laughs) stop it uh then we roll over to gorilla grod and uh stomp him out yeah, each section is, uh, or each chapter is four fights. So it's kind of like, most of the time it'll just be like in one or two arenas, just kind of back to back. Like two fights together, and then quick little cutscene, and then like two fight, two more fights. Yeah, and there's really, you take on Gorilla Grodd, and then you find out that Catwoman's actually on your on the side, and she's the mole inside the society that's actually feeding information to Batman, which makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it turns out Gorilla Grodd never told Catwoman everything. Oh, and we should say that Gorilla Grodd actually grabs Harley Quinn oh, yeah, no, no. from this from the ship and you take down 
take down Grodd, and then Catwoman reveals herself as the mole, and you guys hoof it out of there. Then you go somewhere in Antarctica. Do you? I thought yep. they just got. I thought they got picked up by Brainiac. Ooh, that is the question. Yep, that happens. You want to go with that one? Yeah, so we then see Brainiac. He has a bunch of invasion ships. Brainiac is revealed to be the main antagonist. He's the alien that will unite the fractured heroes so they can fight together once again, heal their broken friendships. Just for just for a couple hours at least. For a couple hours, yeah. And so he comes and kind of zaps up Green Arrow and Black Canary. And they're like, where, where are we? Where are we? And then it kind of – you see a bunch of his little minion guys, the betas I think they're called, and cut to black. <laughs> yeah, they, they end up, I guess, mind controlling them. Brainiac does. They're I think it's in- – yeah, well, we'll talk about that when, when they show up again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then it's, it flashes to Antarctica, and then we have Barry Allen in a research facility. Um, and Kinda. then they find they find out like some sort of distress beacon from all the other places. All communication has stopped, so there's no internet or phones in the entirety of the world because Brainiac has kind of destroyed all means of communication except the CB radios. Mm-hmm. And Barry Allen is exiled right now. He's on work release. He's not allowed to use his powers at all. But then whoever he's with, I'm not. It's not Iris, his wifey. Uh, some <laughs> some DC lady is like, no, go use your powers. We need you as a hero again. And so he runs to Gotham and fights whoever he needs to fight. I think it's Captain Cold. He runs Metropolis and he fights Captain Cold. Yep, because like the whole plan was that, for whatever reason, Grodd wanted to align himself with Brainiac because of probably the intelligence factor. Mm-hmm. And so he, that's uh, kind of like gorillas. They they follow the strongest of the pack. So maybe for Gorilla Grodd, because he is super intelligent, he follows. Brainiac because he's more intelligent than him, so he just kind of runs with it like that. That's kind of what I'm thinking for Ape. That's your Ape Psychology Minute. Your Ape, your anthropologist moment from Nick. Exactly. <laughs> so from there, uh, Flash runs in. It's a trap. Go figure. Deadshot does this sweet cutscene where he shoots... Flash's he leg. shoots Flash's leg, and Captain Cold just freezes it. And he's like, "Well, you're super healing. It's not gonna heal if you're at sub sub zero. I think he said zero Kelvin, which I was like, "No, no." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Oh, I got so many questions for you. Yeah. But we're gonna. I'm gonna wait. So, Flash takes on Dead the Captain Cold. Then he starts taking on Deadshot, and he's like, "Wait, why are you attacking me? Like, seriously, we were we were buddies before. 
and it turns out that Grodd actually has a C4 implant in his brain. So in the section in Gorilla City, Deadshot says, like, oh, yeah, I just fixed this for you. And we, we got the the actual gas canisters back to Gorilla City, and they're gonna we're going to go put them in place everywhere else. And he, uh, Grodd says, good dog. And in any DC world, Slade, Deadshot, would not allow that to happen. So I was super Wait, weirded out by that scene. Deathstroke or Deadshot? Excuse me. It's, well... Are they the same person in this game? No. No. Because no. right. Deadshot is Floyd Lawton. And oh. Deathstroke is Slade Wilson. Did they have They're different people. in the first one? Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I saw him. I was watching the cutscenes, and I saw him. And I'm like, I wonder what happened to him. I like Deathstroke, especially Manu Bennett's Deathstroke and Arrow. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Comic books are this. difficult. Comic books are difficult. Comic books are weird. So, Flash all of a sudden gets bopped by Reverse Flash, and they do a nice run from Metropolis or. Wherever to wherever. Yeah, wherever city to Gotham, because that's the level. It's like, yeah, uh, they, they only have about 10 stages. It's like, how are we going to get them to here to here? Because yeah, you don't oh, want to do four fights in all one place. So they tried to push you around to different areas. Uh, you take on Reverse Flash. There's this whole, like, why are you here? Uh, we don't have a Reverse Flash in this in this timeline. Time then he's like, my ancestors died, so I'm in a f- trapped in a paradox where I can't leave this time. Some, somewhere in the regime, there was a person that was killed, so that's they why killed Eddie paradox. So that's why Reverse Flash is actually, and there's a, like Captain Cold is pissed off because his sister was killed during the regime. Uh, the Golden Glider, it's his sister. And then Reverse Flash is mad because of a ancestor was killed. Um, you take on the Reverse Flash, beat him up. He runs off into the ether. Green Lantern shows up, and then uh, you guys are both on the regime for some reason. But uh, Green yeah, Lantern turned into the Yellow Lantern in Injustice. He gave into a fear and not his power of will. And for some reason, that is explained in the next chapter. Green Lantern just kind of starts fighting the Flash for no reason. Because you need something to fight in a fighting game. Exactly. So they make up real quick. And then Green Lantern, the Flash, and Batman all join up together and start talking about trying to get the gang back together. And now we are a third of the way through. <laughs> <laughs> So Batman actually like, all right, Green Lantern, like, we'll, we'll let you go. You, and I bet you, you there's, I bet you there was a really, really sweet comic book run where Green Lantern has to do all the stuff because he destroyed the Lantern the Corps. Lantern Corps, and I bet you his redemption arc would have been really sweet to actually know about. Yeah, there's a lot of just yeah, you don't really know what happened to these characters at all in this like five years unless you're at the comic. We, we talked about that. It's just kind of sad because I don't want to have to buy four years worth of comics that come out weekly almost, I think. 
Yeah, it's a it's a tough gig being a comic book fan. Uh, it's expensive. Green, yeah, yeah. So Green Lantern, uh, with this with the squad of Flash and Batman, trying to save the day against Brainiac, they join forces. Green Lantern goes to talk to Aquaman to try to get them to try to get him on the side of the planet. Uh, Aquaman decides like, no, I'm gonna defend Atlantis from the Brainiac folks. And I don't want to join you. Green Lantern gets re- all red-eyed and then fights Aquaman. Yeah. And he goes through, uh, fights Cheetah as well. Yep. In there. Kind of want to just go through this now because we got a lot of story to cover. For sure. Brainiac is actually attacks Atlantis. A Cheetah and Bane are sent in from the society. You take them out. Then all of a sudden, Atrocitus comes through and he is He's the a- Red Lantern. Big old red lantern with a cat for some reason. Oh man, I've always been curious about the the cat, just the, just the rings, just all the rings, because there's yellow, pink, yeah. I, that's red, I think you want to read uh, Jeff Johns's uh, Green Lantern run. That's apparently the one where that that lore gets expanded to its grand epic scope. That's like the one time I'll I'll read a Hal Jordan one. Yeah, well, there's also like Kyle Rayner, who's a White Lantern now, but he's also a terrorist. Huh. Yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, Aquaman is like, okay, we'll join you after Atlantis is saved. You, it flashes over to the Red Sun prison complex, whereby Nightwing Robin is stuck in a cell along with Cyborg. And Superman is in a Red Sun prison. Yes, at the after the end, and we are met with two new characters to the series: uh, Blue Beetle, uh, the Jaime Reyes uh, Blue Beetle, not the Ted Cord Blue Beetle, the second Blue Beetle, maybe third Blue Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Firestorm, and, and Firestorm Fire- is two separate people from, and he's the same like kind of DC universe or. Uh, CW universe of DC and it's this old scientist and a young football and Jason I'm not sure where Jason comes from because it's someone else in Legends of Tomorrow oh fair enough uh, and then in a sequence right before this we have Kara in a secret Black Adam city talking to Wonder Woman they end up Discussing, uh, Kara wants to leave and just go help brother, and they finally decide to st- cousin. Thank you, uh, cousin, to because she was supposed to be his protector when she left Krypton. <coughs> yep, and then so uh, people are trying to be busted out, or Batman. This he's like, all right, we have no more options. We need the big gun. We need the Superman. Because we can't do this without him. Because he's Superman. Yeah. I mean, that that whole sequence is really cool. But, again, the story is long and full of terrors. Yeah. And then, so... This is another one you choose, Blue Beetle. Who did you choose? I chose Blue Beetle, mainly. I chose... I tried Firestorm, got my butt handed to me. I just played Blue Beetle. And uh, I got... Most of his moves down, and then I tried to play in online. No. I couldn't get anything going with him, and I just because I just tried to stick with Harley Quinn and 
that was that that's always been my character in the that's your main that's my that's my main um so you can play with my other my b tier people which is catwoman um catwoman cyborg if they join up they go to arkham um or no they go into the back cave excuse me and poison ivy poisons harley quinn and then yep, yep. seduces her onto her side. You take on Harley Quinn. Um, you pick one person in that fight, and then the other person goes and saves Harley Quinn from the poison. Take on Poison Ivy, Bane, and then Brainiac tries to use Cyborg's abilities against him so that he makes a carbon copy of Cyborg, which is Grid. Cyborg. Which is that a. Cyborg villain? I don't know if he has like specific villains or not. He has a name, so I bet you he is an actual villain. Okay. Like I bet you. Uh, but I mean, my knowledge of Cyborg is the je- uh, Teen Titans. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. That's that's my only thing. Yep. <laughs> so, chapter eight, playing as Wonder Woman. Well, they kind of reformed the Justice League. Do we want to talk about that? Ooh, like, yeah, you go for it. Yeah, so they reclaim Brother Eye. Brother Eye is pretty much the detection thing from the end of the Dark Knight. In essence, it can tell you where anyone is, what they've been doing in the world. And so they get that back from Brainiac. They're like, oh, we're all cool now again, I guess. So they all have this meeting. Batman is mad at Firestorm because Firestorm was about to nuke Metropolis before they let Superman go because he didn't want Superman to go. But then Batman's like, we need him. We need him, bro. Don't nuke us. And so we get that, and they're all sitting around the Justice League table, but it has a big gold cloth on it, so you can't see his Justice League table. Everyone leaves. It's just Superman and Batman. Superman pulls it off. He's like, oh, you kept it. Pulls off the cloth, and there's big old Justice League. He's like, well, I thought I might need it one day. He didn't even say that. He's like, oh, I forgot about it. And he just walks off. And there's a giant crack through the middle. It's a really cool scene. And Superman's just kind of smirking, sitting there, looking at it. And then that's the end of the sequence. I really love asshole Superman in this, though. Oh, it's, he, he's it real makes good. Him, makes him such more interesting character, I think. Because so many yep. times he just played straight Boy Scout. Yeah. Or, which is, I can kind of, now I'm thinking about Man of Steel, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> well, Man of Steel is more of, well, we can talk about it just from the all, all iterations of Superman, and yeah. Man of Steel is basically like child Superman. Yeah, he's still he, learning how to be Superman, he's, and like how to be a symbol of hope. Yeah, he's basically, well, I, I didn't really watch Smallville, but I just assume that he's kind of more like it, like he makes more mistakes. And in older Superman, he doesn't. He doesn't have the confidence yet. He also... There's just that scene that bugs me from Batman v Superman where Superman's doing, like, he's doing all these, like, heroic tasks, but he looks, like, so put upon. Where he's like, I don't want to be saving these people from a flood. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's not happy. He's just, like, stone-faced. He's, like, carrying this big old ship with the chain, and he's just like, Yep, he uh, he just looks like he's in the gym, perpetually at the gym. 
Yeah, and he's not having a great time. So Batman divvies up like tasks for everybody to do, and Blue Beetle and Firestorm go off to do something else. Um, he has Catwoman and Cyborg. No, that was uh, yeah. So he has them do something else, and then <sighs> Superman, Flat or Flash, Green Lantern go take on the Betas. I can't remember what, what Superman and Batman were actually supposed to do, but he doesn't give a task to Wonder Woman and Kara, and Kara and Wonder Woman are like, we need to go take on Brainiac, like, now. We need to go save the day, because all she's here right now is all the people of the planet screaming and calling out for help. Mm-hmm. So they rush over to Brainiac at, Metrop- at, at the newly built Metropolis. Rebuilt, yeah. And then... They fight in the bar, which is, I think, one of the funniest sh- stages in the game. There's, there's people a- drinking. And you can throw them at people. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, there's uh, this game, like the first one, has environmental interaction. So there'll be an R1 pop-up, and so you can either like throw something at them or like dodge out of the way. But then if you're like a power character, you can just pick up this guy who's drinking and throw them at like Wonder Woman. And then I want to kind of talk about one thing that bothered me in this game is they don't address how Robin is taking on Supergirl. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because in the first game, they at least had, like, Kryptonian nanites or something like that that let them give them some story justification. Now it's just, like... Because when you use super moves, it really bugged me when I was Supergirl v. Robin. Because Supergirl takes you up takes you around the sun and then heat visions you down from like an asteroid field into earth. And that's yeah. Robin. Yeah. He should be crispy by the time he gets back going through the earth's atmosphere <laughs> or just suffocated in space. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a, uh, it's real rough. Uh, but it's so a video we, game. We should, we should mention. So uh, <laughs> you play as Wonder Woman, you do the bar scene, you fight Captain Cold and reverse flash and then Scarecrow, then you get out of out of there, and you go fight Cheetah, and then all of a sudden Harley Quinn shows up and like, don't kill Cheetah. Worse, Batman said not to kill anybody, and Wonder Woman's like, nah, I'm gonna kill him, and then she just guts Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, I like that scene. <laughs> and so like this is, and so it's really tough because uh, we have the movie Wonder Woman that just came out, not about killing, like she's yeah. If if we're gonna call Superman the Boy Scout, She's Wonder Woman Scout. is is the Girl Scout. Uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff in Amazonian culture where there's a, there's death. Um, there's no men on the island, and men were killed if they ended ended up on the island, and that's kind of her claim to fame with entering man's world is that she's like, nah, we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. She's made out of clay. She's made out of clay. Um, I I kind of miss Mars, but I understand why. Or Ares. Ares, yeah, in this one. Um, he was in the last one. I don't remember what happened to him though. Yep, it's kind of the same <laughs> thing. Uh, they there's just a couple characters that just are like that, just kind of run out of here, and no uh, mention of where they went. Well, I think it's also we want a new roster. And That's true. Like, it would be it would be really stale if they had nine Batman characters like they had in Injustice One. Yeah, they definitely 
too Open many. Up the field. Uh, and so one thing that happens is Kara um, uh, grabs Harley Quinn, laser visions the the sword hole on her gut closed, and then whoops Wonder Woman's butt. So then they uh, right now Superman what he's doing is he's recharging at the Fortress of Solitude. Yep. Because he needs to get his powers back. And then Kara, seeing how Wonder Woman is, is like, oh, this is what Superman stands for. Because Wonder Woman was praising Superman. So she's all mad now. And so she goes to confront him in the Fortress of Solitude. And so Robin is there as well. And so you beat up Robin and have my weird fight dilemma in my head (laughs) then black adam is also there because superman doesn't want her to leave like after this like it's like superman makes her an ultimatum that you have to be with us or against us once this brainiac thing is over i'm gonna take over again and i'm gonna restart the regime yep and so she's like nah and flips black adam then flips her cousin and then runs off into space. Well, also, and it's after this where Brainiac is—he gives an ultimatum. He's like, "I'm gonna like digitize your cities in a certain amount of time." And so this is where they decide to have their full-on. They get get the gang together. They get everyone there. Cyborg has made an anti-Brainiac beam that like disrupts him from the network somehow. I feel like science in these things are always like, I did it in five minutes. <laughs> Came up with this super specific thing that does this one thing. I, first try. First try. Didn't need any help. Guess geniuses. And so they're, geniuses. they're attacking. And then we Dr. go back. We go, we go back to the city because, or well, I guess, does Doctor? Oh, go on. Sorry. Oh yeah, Doctor Fate is standing around, going, "This is wrong." But then his helmet says, "No, this is order. Humans are the chaos. We follow order." So we're now on Brainiac's side, which I'm not sure if that was Brainiac hacking into Doctor Fate's helmet or Doctor Fate's helmet is just a dick. I think it's more of the dick because, like, that was the one thing that he he brings up for. I guess it is. He wants to learn more. Like when he t- he's talking to Grodd, like his Gr- everybody at this at this point, like the society doesn't want to d- doesn't want to be with um with Brainiac anymore. They're basically done with it. They don't want to um. Uh, they don't. They like they because Brainiac's actually taking away cities and then minimizing them like they're in. Like they're in the Fortress of Solitude that Clark like does. What he saves. Uh, what's the the shrinking ray? Because it's it's not the reverse zone or the negatives, the phantom zone. It's not the phantom zone. It's the, but he does another thing where he minimizes places. Oh. Anyways, um, it's in it's in All Star Superman because he he tries to bring back um. Candor. Yeah. Which is referenced uh, here. Yeah. So 
they then they figure out kind of what they're gonna do, and they need to they try to break down the shield for Brainiac's ship. Superman and Kara both try and fail anything that is. It's every, like a kinetic it, shield. It's like mm-hmm. so anytime you hit it, it does equal damage back to you. So they can't do anything against it. The Kryptonians go down. Brainiac's like. Yoink, I got Metropolis. Yeah. And now Superman's like, not again. <laughs> not again, my city. Um, so from here, Aquaman and Black Adam come up with a really good plan to go back to Black Adam's secret city. Oh, we forgot Med- something. Medivh. Oh, go on. After Metropolis is taken, Superman goes and fights him again. But then... Brainiac shoots a big, big laser, and Superman apparently dies. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a thing. Yeah. Like, you see him kind of blow up. He, like, one of his abilities, like, has he has this red energy. Each character has a character ability, character-specific ability on either Circle or B, I'm guessing? Mm-hmm. On Xbox. And so he kind of just... They're like, oh, Superman's dead. Kara's like, I can't find his body. So, aka Code 4. Still alive. It's Superman. They're not going to kill him yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that kind of bummed me out. And that's that bummed me out in uh, Bat- in Batman vs. Superman 2. Yeah. I just, I just, just let them die. Like, just let them die. If you're going to bring them back, bring them back in the next movie in a cooler way. Or bring them back in the next game in a cooler way. Or just... Don't do the death of Superman in the second Superman movie. Yeah. Or or in this one, at least explain why he's still alive. Because I always really liked it when they had him actually recharge. And then you had that explanation. Like, that was, like if you, if you're, just, just treat your, just treat your audience with some level of respect. Respect, yep. Um... All right, so Aquaman and Black, Black Adam figure out a plan. They're going. Black Adam's going to shoot a super-powered-up lightning strike from Medivh in this really cool chamber at Aquaman's Trident, and then Aquaman's going to go through a portal and shoot the laser beam at the lightning beam at the ship and fry all of the shields for some shields. reason. Do you know anything about Black Adam, like, lore-wise? Because I know nothing. I thought he was Shazam! I just thought he was, like, the anti-Shazam. And he apparently has this whole, like, secret city with, like, magic rock stone chairs. and They're all Egypt. Uh, I don't get it. He's eventually going to be played by The Rock in the DCEU. And in this game, he's Russian, so... No, I think he's... Eastern... Yeah, European. He's got that's. It what sounds he, like Clancy Brown doing a bad like Eastern European accent. Yep. Which really and confused me because I thought it was Clancy Brown who does the voice of L- Luther in the animated series. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so this uh, unknown character that everybody else knows probably that it's just probably just too deep for us to know. Um. Aqualand, Black Adam, and so that switcheroo. Um, you're in Medivh, and right when you open this city up, uh, Brainiac figures out where this is at, 
So Black Canary, Green Arrow, Blue Beetle all show up and they're all mind controlled. And you deal with them real quickly. Gorilla Grunt shows up and tries to stop you from charging up your weapon. And remember Black Adam and Aquaman in the regime previously, they take on Gorilla Grodd and just kill him. Just Oh yeah, they did kill him. It's it's pretty rough. They he, uh I chose Aquaman in that fight. I don't know if there's if I'd be curious to see what who or how Black Adam kills Gorilla Grodd if you choose him in that sequence, but Aquaman just tridents him. Yeah, that trident's yeah. nasty. Like yeah. Aquaman was one of the like he's a good character in this. I liked playing as him. Yeah, I, I, I got wish... really good with like the tentacle his tentacle move and then like his trident moves and throwing the trident. I got really good at like timing that so the AI just would get hit by the tentacle as soon as it's standing up, throw the triton at him. That did like two hundred something damage. Yeah, I really I liked it a lot. Uh, I like Aquaman. He's he's he in my book is is a stronger character than Black Adam. But looking at Evo, there was a lot of Black Adams showing up. But Aquaman showed up as well. So that was the that was the squad that you kept on seeing a lot of. Okay. Uh, um. Then you have the Brainiac fight. Uh. You get into. <coughs> you get Superman, into. Superman, Batman. Yep. You get into Brainiac's spot after the shields down. Uh, you play as only Batman for a couple times. You get choose. Uh, oh, but there's isn't there a sequence where oh maybe it's just all in a cutscene. You're you're trying to fight everybody. Uh, people show up, and then at the last second, Superman blocks. Oh something. yeah, yep, yep. Superman yeah. shows up. It's like oh, I wasn't dead. Surprise to no one. <laughs> yep, exactly. And he just saves the day for somebody. Uh, and then you get to play against, you get to pick between those two. You knock some sense into Firestorm, Swamp Thing, and Doctor Fate. Uh, I chose Superman for the fight against Doctor Fate. Um, and then Doctor Fate and Superman just breaks and crumbles Doctor Fate's helmet. Yeah, I, I found that this is where I realized that Superman is my main in this game. Oh, I really cool. like Superman. Like all, like I find uses for every one of his special moves, and he has good combos that I can do. Nice. He's an easier character to like just pick up and play. Huh. Okay. I can I can dig that one. I just because I never Yeah, there's a couple ones that are really good, especially like long different distance range. Uh Theo, one of the guys who got third for Evo, played a lot of Superman and he he would range everybody and he would kind of cheese the crap out of everybody. Yeah, um, he has like some there's good, like his laser eyes are yeah, he had some really good five-hit combos that I saw, and the laser, like, it's a really good anti-air. It's a really good, it's a sweeping laser shot that's that ticks off, like, 160 damage. It's it's kind of crazy, just in that one little move. Um, so I, I feel it on that. Uh, then you take on Brainiac. And you just kind of kill him? Just kind of kill him, and then the ship is breaking down and um but no one but the power's gone because Brainiac's it's powered by his brain Brainiac's brain 
Superman soups up his brain and sees if it's all powerful enough, and he plugs in electrodes to his mind and starts trying to drop different cities back into Earth's plane and back where they were. And uh, Brainiac comes back to life, starts. Then you have to find him again as Batman after you find him as Superman. Which that was a hard fight. He had some moves that would take off maybe a quarter of one of your health bar or a third of without you like even knowing. And he had he's one of those like old school MK bosses who had about double health. So you just had to. I just what did was just I just did straight up combos like just found a good combo rhythm and just didn't let him go. Like Superman, it was square, 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 triangle, triangle, X. Square, 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 triangle, triangle, X. Laser. I would do the roll with um, with Batman and then do the, I think it's the Batarangs up, and then I would do the X, XYA combo. And then if and then when I needed space, I would just throw batterings at him and kind of chunk his health down like that. Um, yeah, you take you take him out, and then the final climactic sequence where you Batman v out, Superman. You took down Brainiac, and now you go into chapter chapter twelve, where you have to make your decision on if you're with the regime or with Batman. And I think we both chose differently. I chose Superman because I knew you chose Batman, so we could have something to talk about. <laughs> exactly. That was the way to do it. So Batman takes on Aquaman, Black Adam, Wonder Woman, and then finally Superman. Who does Superman take on? Uh, he does Green Lantern, Flash. He's like, hey, we just we got redeemed, and now you're screwing us over. Then he fights Supergirl in the Batcave, and then he fights Batman in his special suit. He has like a Krypton or Kryptonite suit, and yeah, Superman is just super dick now. At the end, yeah, Superman comes in snapped. with a black Brainiac-looking suit, and he has the like purple Brainiac eyes because he's melded with the ship. And he goes up. The last scene is in the Krypton pri- or the uh, Red Sun prison. But it's Kara behind the glass this time. Whoa. And like all your other friends are behind the glass. And he comes up. He's looking all like purple and black. And he's like, yeah, we're winning now. He doesn't kill Batman. So he has Batman walk up beside him. And Batman has all like the Brainiac head gear on. So he's just completely mind controlled and under Superman's control. Kara screams, cut to black. And Justice 2. The good ending, <laughs> or the bad ending. Whoa, that's incri- That's nuts. <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, that's awesome. That might be the better ending. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, that's the, the more interesting ending. I I hope that one's the canon one. When they eventually make the Injustice Three, in yeah, another four years. I kind of hope that one's it too. Uh, so for Myers, um, you take down, you take down everybody, uh, it goes to a cutscene, uh, you have Superman locked up in a kryptonite handcuff, 
or it might be a red sun handcuff and then you you banish him to the phantom zone and he's like I'll be back and Kara is looking at her her chest and she's like I finally understand why people of this earth of this planet look upon this symbol in fear and and then Batman's like well it's not too late for that symbol we need a krypton on our side <laughs> to instill hope in that symbol again i hope that you can join me cool guy handshake cut to black injustice 2 so that was our injustice 2 spoiler cast we made it through we made it through in our allotted time limit in our allotted time <laughs> yeah exactly and um How'd you like this game? I really like it. I'm going to keep playing it. I just, I had to rush through the story mode because I've been super, super busy lately. <clears throat> so I was just kind of the last two nights just, oh, Injustice 2, Injustice 2, Injustice 2. And then, but I <clears throat> started playing it today again and I'm really liking it. I was started playing the multiverse. That's a, yeah. So that's, it's another single player mode where they'll um, throw different challenges at you. They'll, it's like those old, Arcade modes and regular fires where it's just a ladder match. Like, you go through a ladder, but it'll have a twist. Like, one mode I was fighting, it's like, you could hit L1 in a direction, and Atrocitus would help, like, do a helper combo for you. Oh, interesting. So you could do that, or... And it'll be like, do t- eight sweeps to get some more loot. So that's, like, kind of the way you get more loot in the game. And you level up your characters. That was fun. Yeah. It will be cool to figure out the combos more, too. Because I saw this one really cool combo with Flash that Honeybee did, which was you would do your down down right or down left X. So that's your, your like... Lightning kick or the... Vibrate. Lightning... Oh, okay. No, no, it's your vibrate. And then, and then he would do this the actual B move, which is like your special move that you can, that you, you like can charge go up. super fast. Yeah. And it slows down time. So he would pop you up into the air and then you, he would juggle you with kicks. So you couldn't, huh. you couldn't reach the surface again. And then, yeah, I mean, he would take down 50% of your health like that. Holy shit. Yeah. It Flash was, is uh, like my other main, I think him and Superman. Quinn and Flash for me. Yeah, I, I feel like but, the problem... I want to go through the story mode again, I think, maybe on hard, now that I know the characters more, because I feel like about half the time I was just looking at the combo list, trying to figure oh, out yeah. what to do with each character. Yep. I can totally understand that one. And for me... Yeah, there's just some that I just really gravitated towards. Um, like I, I could really get behind trying to figure out uh, Aquaman. I the one thing that I wish, I wish there, I don't know if there is, but I kind of doubt it is. I wish that there was a tutorial mode for each character, because right now there's just a tutorial mode and you just kind of figure out each one. It's uh, like what's a good combo with the Flash to do. Yeah, because it's it's just Batman. 
is the is yeah. the character that you choose that you have to choose for it. I I I think that this game would benefit a lot from from being able to do that. But I'm sure there's 50 to 100 YouTube videos on each one of the characters. Yeah, for sure. And this game, I'm really excited about it. It's only been out for three months, and the fighting scene seems really strong. Uh, a lot of people from MKX came over, and a lot of people from Injustice 1 stayed with this series. Um, and right now, it's anybody's game, because Noble Dragon never played Injustice 1. He just huh. started playing MK10 and kind of won a couple series is i guess it's uh, a lot of tournaments uh, like i think he won three and then he moved on to justice two and a lot of people a lot of favorites from those games said that people that didn't play one are at a really big disadvantage and he never played one hmm. in professional in any professional setting so it was pretty exciting to see him win like that yeah, I'm, I haven't really ever followed fighting games, to be honest. I I, fo- I followed Melee, and that's it. Ah. Well, we'll be here when Smash 4 comes to the Switch. <laughs> yeah, thankfully there's no story in that. Cause no. This one was a little bit rougher to do an actual podcast on because of just how convoluted and how Comic many characters. Blicky. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little rough. But we made it through. It was good, though. Yeah. yeah. So, should we do the ending? Yeah, can let's end do it. the podcast now? <laughs> let's do it. Um, where can we find you, Tom? You can find me at the Time Waffle, and we are also at Square Time Pod on the Twitters. We are at, or just Square Time on iTunes, and Square Time Podcast on SoundCloud. And where can yeah, we find you, yeah. Nick? Uh, you can find me at Nikolai on Twitter and every other gaming console if you want to actually hang out. Um, I, What else is there for this episode? A little notes. Nick will not be on the next episode. Nick will be getting married. Be so, getting married. Uh, next episode will be Soma. Soma and- with my friend Alan. Who had... We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to listen to it because I, again, don't care about spoilers. So it'll be fun to learn about this this game that I've heard a really great deal about. And I'm excited for a, a story-rich game, which we haven't had in now three episodes. Yeah, well, this is a story-rich game. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's just, I think it's... More like I, mechanics. This, is, this is might be, yeah. I think it's it's too. We can dive deeper into the philosophical meanings of consciousness and what it means to be a human in the next episode. Unlike this, where it's Superman punch Batman real good. Yep, that's that's kind of what I mean by it. Uh, it's a there's this is a dense story, but Soma is more of a deep story. Mm-hmm. Be good. Yeah, so thank you, everybody, and thank you for sharing some of your square time. Have a good week. See ya.
you've just heard episode 8 of the Square Time Podcast. Editing was conducted by Nick Finley and Tom Buell. Sound mixing was mixed by Nick Finley. Music provided by The Dining Room at SoundCloud.com. A friend of the show, artist known by his given name, Khalid Abibi. As mentioned in this episode, Square Time is now located on iTunes and YouTube, so please give us a like and a subscribe, and thank you for sharing some of your Square Time.